0: Hey man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah man, well turn it up man! This is the Garage Rock Show podcast podcasts. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash The Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at TheGarageRockShow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcasts. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the garage rock show podcast chris here with you guys hanging out in my garage bringing you the news every week this week it's december 18th 2020 season 2 episode number 49 we only got one more episode left of the year and then i'm going to be taking the last week off all right so uh, actually what i think i'm going to do is i think i'm going to take this next week off on christmas and then i will follow it up on the first of the year how's that the very first one of the year for you guys so there you go Alright, so this week's topics include, we got lots of cool things to talk about, including Neil Young making his entire online musical archive free for the holidays, new posthumous spoken word album coming out from Deftone's Chi Chang, this is really cool, and it's all for a good cause, System of a Down Surge In is the focus of a new documentary, some details have emerged on the special musical guests on that new upcoming Aussie album that's in the works. A very unlikely musician will play Frank Sinatra in an upcoming biopic, and we'll talk about that, who it is. Plus, more of this week's new releases, not very many this week. Weekly WTF and more, only two releases coming out this week. Paul McCartney's album got delayed to this week. Paul McCartney 3 is coming out today on the 18th of December. And Tycho has a new album called Weather Remixes. So let's kick off the rock news this week. With some big news out of the Deftones camp, a spoken word album from the late Deftones bassist Chi Cheng will be released in January 2021. It's uh, all being done by the Heads Up Project. It captures a set of spoken word poetry Chang performed at the Paris Café in Sacramento in January of 2001. So this will be a 20th anniversary of when he actually performed this spoken word poetry. He passed away in 2013 from complications stemming from a 2008 car crash. His friends and family formed Buckle Up for Chi the same year in order to save the world through seatbelt safety awareness. According to an announcement from the organization, only 200 copies of the Heads Up Project will be made available. Wow, those are going to be very sought after. And it's all for a good cause though, so very cool. And, and Deftone's continuing to do good things as they have already raised over $100,000 with their Adopt-a-Dot fundraiser. The fundraiser started after the band's asked their fans to adopt one of the 12,000 dots that made up the artwork on their new album, Ohms. As a result of the fundraiser, the band made a donation of $52,000 to UC Davis Children's Hospital and a separate $52,000 donation to Crew Nation, a global relief fund for live music crews who've been impacted by COVID-19. Very cool. I mean, Deftones are just a class act. Uh, He said, quote, This wouldn't have been possible without the support of our uh, fans, family, and friends that contributed to this campaign. We sincerely thank you all. Really cool. All right, so let's get to that stuff about Neil Young and that free music, right? You can stream the newly released Archives Volume 2, the 50th anniversary reissue of After the Gold Rush, a new concert film, and more. The holiday season is upon us, and Neil Young is in a charitable mood. Through the end of the year, the legendary songwriter has removed the paywall in front of his formidable online archives and has announced that the forthcoming concert, Timeless Orpheum, will also be streaming for free. The Neil Young Archives was already relatively affordable, coming in at $2 a month or $20 annual. That's pretty awesome. You have, our, you know access to all the archives but any young fans feeling the covid crunch will no doubt appreciate the gesture now everyone will have access to over 50 years of music and videos including the recently released archives volume 2 box set his fireside sessions and more so check that out on neil young's official website very cool System of a Down lead singer Serge Tankian is the focus of an upcoming documentary. Uh, It's going to be called Truth to Power, and it's going to spotlight Tankian's long history of activism and his role in the 2018 Armenian Revolution. His own personal footage is used throughout the movie, which also features interviews with his System of a Down bandmates, Rick Rubin, Rage Against the Machine's Tom Morello. Tankian also scored the documentary himself with all original music. Last month, System of a Down released their first new song in 15 years, Protect the Land and Genocidal Humanoids. Those songs have raised over $600,000 for the Armenia Fund. Very cool. Check out that new documentary called Truth to Power, coming out February 19th with Serge Tankian. All right, some news about Ozzy, and this new upcoming album will apparently feature an all-star lineup. Last album that Ozzy had had a bunch of celebrities and stars on it. Well, this new album is going to be no different. Uh, according to a new interview with Guitar World, producer and guitarist Andrew Watt revealed that there will be a few surprise guests that he can't reveal yet. But he has revealed that Foo Fighters' Taylor Hawkins, Chili Peppers' Chad Smith, and Metallica's Robert Trujillo are on the album. He says, quote, I started doing a bunch of basic tracks with Chad and Robert who used to play in Ozzy's band and Taylor Hawkins also came in and played a bunch on the record as well which adds a different flair. It kind of harkened back to Ozzy's 80s era in a great way, and I think it's so cool for a rock fan to be able to listen to half an album with Chad Smith on drums, then you flip it over and you get to hear Taylor Hawkins, end quote. So there you go. That's who's going to be on Ozzy's album. No word on some of those other special guests. We'll see in the coming weeks. New Sammy Hagar and the Circle album coming out next month. It's called the Lockdown Sessions, Lockdown 2020, and it features all the tunes that the band recorded in quarantine and posted online since the pandemic hit. Uh, it's pretty cool. Lots of the covers that they did. They did David Bowie's Heroes. All proceeds from the song Heroes will be donated to food banks nationwide. Pretty cool. They did a bunch of covers of Led Zeppelin tracks, Rolling Stones, ACDC, Buffalo Springfield, and more. New album, Lockdown Sessions, coming out next month, going to charity. Very cool. All right, Billy Corgan gave a new interview where he's talking about the counterculture of today. And I thought I, I kind of agreed with him here a little bit. And I was like, this is an interesting take on everything going on. So he was uh, talking frankly about how the opposition to conservative faction in the U.S. hasn't trickled down to its artists and their work. He says, quote, I'm curious about that because the one thing I think is historically different about this time, if you look at the turbulent 60s or the turbulent 70s in the U.K., stuff like that, there seems to be an almost consensus between the musical class and the political class, so there doesn't seem to be friction. I mean, there's friction against one political party or the other, but that doesn't really seem to be a counterculture, which is kind of strange. He went on to say, quote, like they said in the last election, this is not my words, this is what I read, somebody said, if you're in agreement with big tech companies, the government and the media, you're not against anything, so it's kind of strange, and I'm saying this for young musicians, will there be a class of musicians that rises up against what is now seemingly a social consensus in America? Because I can't say that's ever been the case that I've ever seen in my lifetime. And going back historically, that hasn't been the case. There's a weird alignment that's going on that doesn't seem to be endangering protest music. It seems to be more self-congratulating or something, end quote. Uh, Yeah, so it's kind of an interesting take on the musical culture things going on right now. Some complacency. Uh, Not really a lot of protest music going on, I think, was kind of his... His point there, Uh, but we'll see. You know, I think it's you know only time will tell, right? We got some birthdays in the rock world to celebrate this week. Cliff Williams, the bassist from AC/DC, turning seventy-one. Also turning seventy-one is Billy Gibbons, the guitarist from ZZ Top. Mike Mills, bassist from REM, turning sixty-two. Keith Richards, he's still alive. I cannot believe it. Turning seventy-seven. Brad Pitt, Steven Spielberg, Ray Liotta, all have birthdays this week. Let's get to some trivia, guys. This week in nineteen seventy-seven. This band makes their TV debut as they are filling in for the Sex Pistols, who can't get a visa to get into the States. This band ends up getting banned by SNL because they won't play the song Lauren Michaels requested. What band was it? Was it A, Elvis Costello and the Attractions, B, The Talking Heads, or C, Kiss? Who got banned from SNL because they played a track that Lauren Michaels didn't like? It was, actually, Elvis Costello and the Attractions. They made their US TV debut on Saturday Night Live this week in 1977. They were replacing the Sex Pistols. Couldn't get a visa to enter the country. So producer Lorne Michaels refuses allow- to allow Costello to perform the track Radio Radio because of the song's criticism of the broadcasting industry. But after starting to play the agreed-upon Less Than Zero... Costello stops the band, says, I'm sorry, la- ladies and gentlemen, there's no reason to do this song, and kicks into Radio Radio. Costello is banned from the show for his actions, and I still think that band is in place. Good for Elvis Costello, though, man, standing up for his integrity as a musician. I hate it when producers of shows do stuff like that. It's like, you know, oh, yeah, can you change the lyrics of that and do this and play a song that's good for the kids, you know? And Come on, man. All right, some movie TV entertainment news this week. Okay, so I've been kind of talking about it. I mentioned it on the beginning of the episode. Who do you think is going to be playing Frank Sinatra in this coming, upcoming Reagan biopic? So, <laughs> apparently, it's going to be Creed frontman Scott Stapp will perform as Frank Sinatra at the famed Coconut Grove during the period when Ronald Reagan was living in Hollywood, serving as president of the Screen Actors Guild. He said in a statement, quote, Sinatra in performance mode was an exercise in restraint. He had this steely, stylish swagger, and his sheer presence commanded a room. I was excited to join the cast and blown away by the onset attention to detail style and overall production, end quote. Scott Stapp playing Frank Sinatra. I don't know about that. Reagan stars Dennis Quaid as the titular role and is planned for a 2021 release. We'll just have to see. Maybe he's gonna prove me wrong, man. Uh Scott Stapp is Um, Frank Sinatra I don't know that's just so weird to say alright some more movie TV entertainment news HBO following Netflix's lead and removes Dave Chappelle's show from from the air from rotation Uh, so they said quote we had a conversation with Dave I won't get into it but it's very clear very unique specific emotional issue he's got so at the end of the year at the end of this year December 31st we're going to honor his request and take the show down Previously, Dave Chappelle has said that he doesn't receive any compensation for the show when Viacom CBS licenses it to stream. So he doesn't get any kind of compensation for that. So I think they acknowledge that and they're not going to air the show. So that's really cool on their their part. So did you hear about this whole Tom Cruise screaming at the crew for dropping the COVID guidelines thing? It was pretty crazy. Um, and, you know, I got to kind of side with Tom Cruise on this. He's been getting some flack, you know, for blowing up people. But... He's the one carrying the can on this, and he's the one responsible for the uh, well-being of all the people involved on set for Mission Impossible 7. Um, He went on in the quote. He says, quote, no apologies. You can tell it to the people who are losing their effing homes because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for the college education. That's what I sleep with every night, the future of this effing industry. So I'm sorry. I'm beyond your apologies, end quote. So... He, he was pissed, and rightfully so. I mean, if you're not going to follow those protocols and you're on set and you're being paid to be on set and paid to follow those protocols, you better do it, and, you know, good for him for, uh, you know, standing up for that. Revenge of the Nerds reboot. Seth MacFarlane is reviving the 80s classic Revenge of the Nerds with Keith and Kenny Lucas, identical twins who have signed on to write and star. McFarlane will produce. The comedy will not be a remake as it has not aged well and has been slammed for its depictions of rape in recent years. Yeah, that's one of those films that really didn't age well. The whole, like, jocks attacking the nerds and the women and the date rape stuff. And Yeah, that's just kind of one of those movies that just didn't age well at all. So good for them for remaking it and make it more, you know, I guess, PC, whatever, um, of this time. I don't know. Not from the Stone Age. Uh, all right, so some news from around the world. Let's get to it. No uh, no crowds in Times Square this year for the ball drop. Uh, New Year's Eve is going to have an on-air celebration that will include musical performances. It will only be for broadcast and streaming, though. The organizer said the participants will be, quote, masked at all times. And the theme of this year's New Year's ball drop is, is Heroes of 2020. Gloria Gaynor is going to be singing I Will Survive. That's going to be the main song of the New Year's Eve ball drop, which is kind of fitting. Uh, i got to say. But it's only going to be broadcast. There's not going to be huge crowds in New York, and that makes sense. Xbox game projected on side of mountain breaks Guinness World Record. I'm like, what? Apparently, they did this this week, and I had no idea. Xbox celebrated an update to a game by projecting the game on the side of a Colorado mountain and breaking a Guinness World Record at the same time. Guinness said Xbox projected a 19,000 square foot screen on the side of Copper Mountain in Frisco for snowboarder Grant Giller to play the updated version of Destiny 2 Beyond Light, a newly released expansion of the 2017 game. The projection broke the record for the world's largest projected video game display. Pretty cool. That's a very cool way of getting some good uh, press advertisement for your feet as well as for your game update. Very, Very smart on Xbox's part. Some good news this week. Zoom is going to lift the call limit for Christmas. So the limit has also been lifted for Hanukkah and will now be lifted through Saturday, December 19th. It will then be lifted again for Christmas beginning Wednesday, December 23rd through Saturday, December 26th. Normally you only got 40 minutes to talk on Zoom for free, but now it'll be unlimited. So you can talk with your family all night long. Pretty cool. Um, All right, there was a recent, on Conspiracy Corner this week, there was a recent hack that was pretty crazy that apparently not a lot of people are talking about. The CSA, excuse me uh, the CIA and the Cybersecurity Security Agency uh, warned yesterday, December 17th, of a grave risk to government and private networks from a recently discovered hack into a US and other computer systems that went on for months and is suspected to have been carried out by Russian hackers. Man, this is crazy. They're saying one U.S. official is saying, quote, this is looking like it's the worst hacking case in the history of America. They got into everything, end quote. After having previously said that the hackers used network management software from the company SolarWinds to carry out the hacking, they actually said yesterday that other methods may have been used as well. Microsoft, which has helped respond to the intrusion, said yesterday that it identified more than 40 government agencies, think tanks, and organizations that were hacked. 80% of them in the U.S. and nearly half of them tech companies. Wow, that's pretty crazy, man. Weekly WTF this more, uh, this week. This was crazy. Man climbs on the wing of plane at Las Vegas Airport. Uh, he was like obviously on drugs, something. It was an Alaska Airlines plane at the McCarran International Airport in Las Vegas on Saturday, December 12th. It was preparing for takeoff. He'd gone over a perimeter of fence. And then he actually got on top of the wing of the plane somehow, and he's, like, trying to climb on the little edge of the wing, and he falls off, hits his head on the cement. Pretty crazy, man. Uh, Ended up leaving with more than four hours late, uh, later than the plane was supposed to take off because the crews had to come out there, police, EMTs, all kinds of stuff. Nuts. All right, last story of the week. Amazon driver dumps packages in woods, claims he was tossing out feces. This was a very strange story, and maybe if you're missing a package, maybe it's in the in the woods here in Logan Township, New Jersey. Here's the deal. Uh, an officer was on patrol, just happened to be on patrol, when he saw an Amazon van parked out on the shoulder of the Route 130 near Jackson Street. So he spotted the driver, 23-year-old Desmond Gould, throwing a large box from the van into the woods off of the roadway. When questioned by the officer, he initially said he was throwing his feces into the woods. But the officer made him retrieve the packages and discovered he had thrown 11 packages with total of merchandise worth $288. Police allege he was hiding the items and planned to return later to retrieve them. He's been charged with theft and illegal dumping. And Amazon made a statement saying, you know, this isn't what we do with our workers, blah, blah, blah. But it just gets to the point of like, this is what these Amazon workers are doing. They're throwing these packages out there saying they're lost. And then they go back and pick them up in their car later. Uh, and then they'd probably take them home, you know? Isn't that crazy? So if your package gets lost, I don't know, maybe it didn't get lost uh, in a uh, totally legit way. All right, guys, that's it for us on the Garage Rock Show podcast this week. Follow us on Instagram, at Garage Rock Show Podcast. Facebook, Twitter, at Garage Rock Show Podcast as well. All of our links are up. Nine different platforms, garagerockshow.com. Have a safe and happy Merry Christmas, guys, and a new year. We'll see you in the new year with our first episode on January 1st, 2021. All right? We're going to take Christmas off. You guys have a good, safe Christmas, and we'll see you guys next year. Have a good one. Peace! By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws the information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of The Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.